Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I know what you are. Welcome to Where You Been Loca, episode four. I'm Marissa. I'm Kayla. And I'm Mariana. And today we are covering chapter four of New Moon called Waking Up. Before we begin, where the hell have you been and what the hell have you been drinking, Locas? Mm, I'm drinking water. Always staying hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Where have I been? So what, we did like Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, mm-hmm. which is always fun to like catch up with those people. I went to a taste of Britain with my mom for their like winter tea. Yeah, that looked so cute. It was so cute. I'd go again. I'll, so I'll go. Winter tea? Yeah, so it's like this restaurant called A Taste of Britain. So it's a like a tea in Philly? brunch it's place. It's a tea house. Yeah. Okay. It's not in Philly. It's in... Uh, Wayne, I think. Wayne is nice. So they do like tea times all the time, but they were doing a winter themed one. So they had like little, you know, like the little crackers that you pull and pop and there's like a weird prize inside. Yeah. Mine had tweezers. You know what? You never know when you'll need those. (laughs) Fucking weird. I left them there. I forgot them. (laughs) Oh. No weird dirty tweezers for me. (laughs) Um, My mom got pencils and hers, but yeah, it was cute. What other seasonal things? I went to Christmas Village with Sam. We only got through half of it because we were drinking too much and eating too much and shopping too much. Then I went back with Nick and I didn't miss much apparently because I didn't get anything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then uh, Nick and I went to the Zoo Lights, the Philly Zoo Lights, Luma Nature. It was also really cool, really pretty. Mmm... Sliced off my finger. Oh my god! <laughs> that was fun. The saga. Yeah, there's that... skin on it now, though. She like looks almost brand new. She looks good. She I... does look good from that snap that you sent. She looks like better than I expected at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, considering how deep it was, I sliced off my pinky with um, a peeler, a fruit peeler, 
at the bar making an old fashioned. It got me good. That'll do it. That sure did do that, it. That'll do, Donkey. <laughs> that'll do. I almost, I almost had a similar experience. I was cutting a lemon, and the rind was just so hard for some reason that the knife just literally like, <gasps> like off the side of it, oh. and I cut. I got like my ring finger. That's yeah. rough. Yeah. Um, that's really rough. I had also something similar when I first got these knives, except I. Uh, didn't slice my finger. I'm so lucky. I just cut my nail off. Mm, like hurt. my nails hurt though. Well, no, it's lucky that my nails were like the Long. length that they were yeah. because if I hadn't, it would have taken like the tip of my finger off. But it literally just like my my fingernail saved my finger, and it, <laughs> it I actually just gave myself a nail cut, and I was like, <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> like clean off. I was like, oh no. Mm. Yeah, sharp objects, not not for us. <laughs> oh no, I'm back into Animal Crossing. Oh my god, me too, in a big fucking way, you guys, a huge way. I played Animal Crossing ninety percent of my day today. I'm so jealous. It's me all I've been thinking about, dude. I didn't get to play um yesterday. No, two days ago, I didn't get to play, and I was like at work, like. In the morning, I closed and I was like, okay, like I don't have time to like play before I go to work. I have like things to do. I had to go to the eye doctor or whatever. So I was like, you can't play today. And then I didn't play for two (laughs) days. And so today I was like, I'm playing all day (laughs) because I got to play last night, but only for like 30 minutes. It was like late. And I was like, all my shops were closed. It was dark. (laughs) Playing on a a dark island is not the same as playing in the daylight. (laughs) Well, no, but that's when you go catch, like, the nighttime bugs and fish. I know, but I don't have any. I caught all of those. Mm. Like, (laughs) (laughs) those have been caught. I've been playing this game for years. (laughs) They have, like, new stuff that they've introduced, though. I know, and I caught them. There's a whole, like, secondary catalog of the, like, diving stuff now. I know. I caught the December diving Mm. creatures. I think (laughs) I maybe am missing. No, I I got the lobster. I got the fucking net fish i got the i got everything well here's the thing you're still playing the correct way i am still redesigning and then redesigning and then, and then redesigning, redesigning. <laughs> i just can't get out of this redesign loop you've always you've always played that way i just can't i can't help it it's you know what and your island is cooler than mine is mine is <laughs> kitschy and like weird i have a fucking mini golf course that you can't actually play mini golf on it would be sick if you could use like the stuff yeah. You can't, but it still looks cool. Yeah, it does still look cool. I want to <laughs> put my boardwalk back in. I know. I got to redesign my board boardwalk. I actually really want to redesign, like, my whole, like, town center. That's what I'm working on now is my town center. Yeah. It's rough. It's 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 exhausting. It really is. I said, what day did we play all day? Sunday? Sunday. <laughs> I, like, said something to Nick, I think maybe Monday. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, really exhausted your thumbs. He must be so tired. <laughs> he was like, what did he say? He was like kicking dirt around on an island. <laughs> Tiring work. Yeah, it is. Only Animal Cross players w- will understand. <laughs> Redesign. It takes so much mental capacity and power to think and plan really in does. the big picture, knowing like, okay, this is like what it's going to look like from three aerial views. And... And how you're going to actually use it, how it's going to function in your day-to-day when you're, like, walking through it to get to another place on your island. Yeah. And if your island is already, like, 
got a bunch of shit on it like mine, it really is like going to the gym because you're just like picking stuff up and then putting it back down. <laughs> so it doesn't work out. It really, it's a lot. Well, I, I mean, if you have a five-star five. island, you have to have like a hundred million pieces on there. Yeah. And the flowers, the, the worst mistake I ever made was trying to make a rainbow massive flower field. <laughs> And now I just have yeah, fucking. But it was so nice. It was time. it was nice for like fifteen seconds, and then I was like, "This is gonna take over my whole island. I have to get rid of it." <laughs> well, not if you fence it in. I didn't do that. It didn't look like a field then. I was literally like the whole back half of my island was like, <laughs> and then I was like, "I need my orchard," but now my orchard's like huge. <laughs> well, at least you got to play all day because I had to work all day Monday, all day Tuesday, and now we're recording. I had to do my notes earlier. Played for like 20 minutes and then Ariana got here. <laughs> God, Sorry. Ariana. Fucking ruined it. Well, I can't fault. play tomorrow because I have an ugly sweater party to go to. Fun. On a Thursday? Oh. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. Here I we are. Been, I haven't been to one. Okay, keep going. Ariana, it's your turn. Or it's your turn. Yeah, no. Sorry. That's <laughs> it. I'm done. It's Ariana's turn. Yeah, so I guess there. Are we starting ish Thanksgiving ish time? Yeah, yeah sure. It was like first week of november when we last it literally was because it. it was like the week after my uh, yeah it was the first week of november when we recorded last um, sorry listeners to burst your bubble we haven't been doing this this whole time <laughs> sorry <laughs> let's see so i know i i moved jeremy and bethany to their new house yes um and then a week after that I moved to Contra Hocken, so Yay. I moved myself out. Yay! <laughs> How nice was your drive over here? No, it was only twenty minutes. It was good. It's like all back roads through like Bryn Mawr. Mm-hmm. And yep. like Just really pretty houses to look yep. at. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> um. So yeah, that that's nice. I'm I'm happy to be out of the city. I had a Christmas party last. I mean. You know, other than that, just, like, getting my house kind of, well, not my house, my apartment, but, like, put together. And then last weekend I had, like, a holiday party or whatever, and Nick got really drunk and was puking all night. So <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> That's the worst. Um, And then we were supposed to have a Hanukkah party at my mom's house, but then she got COVID. No. Had to cancel, and then today actually we dropped Kalua off at this like trainer where you drop her off and she gets trained from literally eight thirty to five p.m. That's amazing. Yeah, I just like the way that you said that at a trainer where she gets trained to be trained, <laughs> <laughs> where she did the training with the well, trainer. We want we had like a, a different trainer, but we wanted to kind of try something new and this one you actually like drop her off and leave her there for a while and she was not not happy when I left and she was very excited when we like came and picked her up it's an exhausting day for her she's learning a bunch of new tricks it is really exhausting she's revamping her island all day long (laughs) um and because she can be a little aggressive with new people she has to wear a muzzle like the whole time yeah yeah, I'm sure yeah. that's hard for her. Yeah, well, yeah. it'll be better when she learns to not do that. Well, yeah. yeah, it's better in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then today we were supposed to, so we bought a couch. It was supposed to be here in November, but it didn't come in until today. So the delivery people came today, and the couch didn't fit. Mm. So I still don't have a couch. I no way. thought you were going to say the couch came and Kahlua ate it. No. 
that that's would be terrible. where I thought that was going. No, it just literally so wait, it didn't fit through the door, it didn't fit in the space. So so it didn't really fit through the door. Like it, there was no <laughs> chance of it even like they couldn't um, take it up in pieces. Mm-mm. At least that's not how the couch came. Um, but so like I live on the second floor of a house and like when you get in, there's like the door and then it's like a little hallway and like a wall and then steps this way. And so like the way, like the couch was so like tall, like they couldn't like even angle it to get it like literally in the doorway mm-hmm. because this mm-hmm. wall's right here. It's not like a, like yours is different where it's like straight open shot. the door and it's a straight shot up. Mine's yeah. like open the door, turn immediately right. So I feel like at least we can get our money back, which is nice. I mean, they were like, you can pick a different couch. But I was like, I kind of just would rather uh, at this point buy like a cheap couch on Amazon and build it or like whatever Wayfair Mm -hmm. and just build it inside and then like try and see if it fits out. And if not, just fucking throw it out when I move. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I don't I don't know if I want to like plus when you order a couch from like a furniture store, you have to wait for it to like come in and stuff. I'm like gonna be waiting another like another month month for a couch for it to maybe not fit again i think i'd rather just buy a couch that comes in a box and assemble it myself well we were lucky when we moved here um i hired movers because i had big furniture i had the couch i had like all of this big stuff the dining room table like my mattress and all that um and the couch that we have here is a section on all of those pieces come apart. Yeah, that's and nice. The only thing we had a pro- so at one point we like they couldn't get like one of the pieces in, so they were gonna put it. They had put their truck in the driveway and they were gonna put it over the on top of the truck. Mm-hmm. The one guy was gonna get on the balcony and the other was they were just gonna pass the one piece over and then like come in through the top. Yeah, and then instead of doing all that because they like couldn't get the leverage to like get the couch on top of the truck. I just took all of the doors and the and the like yeah. banister off, mm-hmm. and then they could fit it through, and it was fine. But yeah, yeah. That did was... they take the banister off? Sure did. Took the banister off. Took the front door and the door upstairs off. I remember the doors coming off. I didn't remember the banister. Yeah, they took everything off. Huh. Mhm. It was awesome. And then they put the couch together. And then I was like, you don't have to do that. I'm having Stanley Steamer come, and they're gonna take the couch apart, couch apart, and then put it back together. So fine but yeah Mm -hmm. so now i'm couchless and i have to go to the store tomorrow and ask them to give me my money back so i can buy another couch (laughs) oh my god what um store ashley's furniture ashley home store which i thought they had pretty decent couches for the the price yeah like we went to ashley's we went to raymore and flanagan we went to ikea and ikea is literally the same price as like ashley's but like way less quality so i was like why would i yeah get a couch from ikea not to not to throw shade on ikea i love ikea (laughs) yeah we're trying to get a sponsorship area (laughs) (laughs) ikea is great except sometimes i feel claustrophobic in there (laughs) i love ikea i could spend hours in ikea there's no windows and i feel like there it's like (laughs) there's fake windows there's there's display windows. There's it honestly feels like a giant like play place for adults. It does. <laughs> That's not how I view like, it. I, I view love it as it. there's no windows and it's like a maze to get out of here. Yeah, and we're all like sheep, like following the same arrows, like going to the places that we need when it's yeah, like really that, busy. That part's a little weird. And I don't like it when I'm like I'm there for one thing. And you have and to I'm go in a rush through everything. And I have to fucking run through everything. 
just to get just to, to the get like to the one thing that I need, and then I have to go all like finish the maze to get out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like it. I like I, it when I'm just like meandering and I'm like, ooh, look at this. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> look at this bedroomscape. Ooh, look at this kitchen. <laughs> so fun. I'd love to yeah, work there. Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I just think it would be so fun. I would just like fuck around in the like home rooms all day and just be like, pretend I live here. And like, oh, would you like a demonstration? Here, let me cook something and then take it home and eat it. <laughs> if there was ever an apocalypse, I would definitely try to live it out in Ikea. In Ikea, yeah. Yeah, because you have all the rooms that you need. All of the rooms that you need, but no privacy. So there would definitely be like gang activity. I, yeah, but it's like there's it's an apocalypse. Like everybody, it's like living in a dorm. Everybody grab a bedroom. And that's your space. Yeah, and until someone wants the space that you're in and then shanks you for it. Okay, well. And you have to fight. That's fine. And you have to murder a man in cold blood on your new bedroom floor. (laughs) Come on. And you're like, and then you're like standing there in your fake doorway like, who's next? Okay, well, here's the thing. That's why you have to get your group in the Ikea first. Who's your group? Me? Look, you think. At the beginning of The Walking Dead, they all knew who was in their group. Uh-uh. They all just banded together and then left some of them to die. You know, <laughs> it happens. I, I do know that. I do know that because that is what happened. <laughs> we started watching The Walking Dead. And by we, I mean me. Oh, good. For the first time. Yes. Well, you watch that show, don't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of stopped after a while. Um, and then I like tried to rewatch it and just got distracted by other things. The only season I've seen is the final one, so now we're starting it over. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's actually more fun this way. It is. I'm we sure watched it is. the very last episode, like of the I, finale. I kind and I was of like, like start from the beginning. No, I did read the comics, so I know the comics are pretty different from the show. But I do have like a general idea of like where it could have gone. I guess. Um, speaking of shows, I just finished Wednesday. <gasps> oh my today. god, me too. Today. <laughs> so good it was so good i loved it it was really good i have always loved wednesday adams as a character i I, I really identify with her i always loved the adams family i actually when i was younger i went to see like uh the play on broadway yeah Mm -hmm. i never saw that Mm -hmm. i I guess i'm not a real fan yeah oh i loved the show i thought she did an jenna ortega did an excellent job as wednesday loved her portrayal Mm -hmm. i didn't watch it it was it's really fun. good, but it's you won't fun. watch it because it was popular. So <laughs> I just like Adam's family. So. Yeah, me and too. I heard it was good. No, if I care about it right now, maybe at some point. Fair in time. enough. It Fair was enough. good. It was really good. I will say I'm glad that it did, it came out after like Halloween time, because I think like had it come out like during October, it just mm-hmm. would have been like, lost in the sauce. Yeah. Plus, like, just everyone would have been like way more hype about it everyone would have been a uh, wednesday and tyler for halloween yeah or wednesday and xavier, xavier. And whoever yeah mm-hmm. and then i guess last thing i started reading the seven husbands of <gasps> evelyn hugo oh my god I'm about halfway through oh my god so good it's one of my top five books that i read this year mm-hmm. it's like different than what i normally read um it's I, amazing. I really like it. Yeah. I'm I, curious to see how it all like kind of ties together. I cried end. my little eyes out. Oh. Like it was also the week that I like was very emotional mm. and like so maybe that's part of it, but I 
the last 40 pages I could barely keep my eyes open I'm like snotting on the couch (laughs) like oh my god like turning the pages it was so good yeah I'm about halfway through yeah that's pretty much it all right nothing crazy over here honestly nothing crazy over here there never is for me um you know I work retail so it's my busy season Black Friday was crazy, but, like, good. It's actually one of the better Black Fridays I've had in, like, 10 years, going to be honest. Um, And it was – we did really well. Went to a fancy Christmas party last week or this past Saturday with my fam. That was nice. It's, like, black tie. We got to, like, dress up and, like, do that. It looked really cool. It was cool. It was nice. Um, or like the lights in the garden situation. Oh yes. Or like the event being in yeah the garden. Yeah. So um, my sister's um best friend, her dad throws this party every year at his house, and um, he gets the backyard like tented, mm-hmm. but it's like realistic tenting, so you still kind of feel like you're inside, and like there's a hardwood floor, but you're like literally in the garden. Yeah. Um, and so this year, actually, the band was set up, like, in the garden beds, which was cool. So there was, like, yeah. trees and, like, yeah. flowers and stuff, like, on either side of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was really nice. Did – I mean, I know I did other things. I just honestly don't know what they are. I celebrated Chelsea's 30th birthday. Oh, yeah. That was nice. That um, was the day that Max apparently ate pills. Did you know about that? No. <laughs> My for the Max is a dog. Um, he got into uh, some pills, and they like made him throw up and everything. Yeah. And they asked me if I could come and watch Max while they went to Chelsea's party, but I was not available. That is actually. But Max is fine. Max is fine. That's good. Do you want to know what this? I'm sure Bethany was barely worried at all because this happened. Two summers ago. Oh, yeah. With at the shore with Bagel uh, and Brownie and Apollo. Did did I ever tell you about that? The three of them were like in on it, right? Yeah, they like like, literally had like a fucking suicide pact. And the three of them (laughs) broke into a bedroom at Stone Harbor. Mm -hmm. And literally Apollo out of the three of them, Apollo's the only one that could reach the door handle. He opened the door. I think Bagel found the bottle of of pills and I'm Brownie like chewed the lid off. <laughs> that literally describes their per- all of their personalities like Yeah. And then they all just ate an entire bottle. I think it was Advil or like ibuprofen. I know it was something like Tylenol. It was one of the three of those things. And <laughs> it was like so funny. It wasn't, but it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make Kahlua throw up one sheet, a bunch of chocolate. We had to pour um, uh, peroxide down all yeah. of their throats. That's how they throw up. To make I them know, throw I up. Like that, I mean, we still took them to the vet, obviously. Yeah. And they spent overnight time there, but mm-hmm. that was funny. Um. Okay. Yeah. That so I had Chelsea's birthday. Expensive. <laughs> it was expensive. And was not my. It wasn't expensive for me, but I just know it was expensive. <laughs> I just like a day trip to the vet's like. $200 on a good day. Yeah. That's like just to walk in the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Um, Let me think here. I feel like again, I'm, sh- I know. Oh, my friend Gina, she has a band. Um, I went to her show on Thursday. 
she opened for a different band at Brooklyn Bowl. Um, I've seen her before. She they, She's just, like, really good. So it was nice to, like, see her live again and just, like, be into it. She's amazing. Um, you guys should check her out. Their band's name is Velvet Rouge. Really, really, really good. Highly recommend. Got to free plug her. Um, yeah, I think that's, like, pretty much it. I mean, I'm sure I did other things, but it's been too long. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. we're here. Yeah. And we're here. Not excited to continue. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you guys can subscribe to us and our podcast. Um, You should know what they are. We haven't dropped the season yet. So I'll just say them again (laughs) real quick. (laughs) Um, our Instagram is where you've been loca pod. Our Twitter is WYBL podcast. And you can email us at where you've been loca pod at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not going to say it. Okay. I'm only on Instagram these days. I deactivated my Twitter officially. Hmm. So I'm at Kala underscore Dalla. And I'm on Instagram at Ariana underscore bar. And I will say something about Marissa's. Social media, I keep finding your TikToks on my For You page. <laughs> oh my God, I love making TikToks. It, they're so and honestly, fun. I like them. Like, you talk about really relatable stuff. Thanks. I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes I just, when the mood strikes me, I'm making a TikTok. That's just, that's just it. They've been like coming up on my For You page recently. <laughs> Wait, so many people are like, oh my God, I'm getting the sheer text tights. <laughs> Like, yes, I saw that one. I have three pairs. <laughs> They're so good. Um, for those of you like that are curious, like go check out my TikTok. I'm, you could just like find me. I'm not gonna say it because it's embarrassing, but um, I do like reviews, or I just like do funny things, or I just like talk. <laughs> Sometimes I do a trend. <laughs> oh God! All right. Um, why don't you recap us? Okay, it was the breakup of the century. Bella and Edward were donezo he left her alone in the woods and dazed in breakup shock she simply lay among the ferns until Sam came to rescue her Charlie and his fatherly strength carried Bella into the house some doctor I can't pronounce the name of the one who is not Dr. Carlisle Cullen does a little work up on Bella and Bella goes into a deep four month hiatus much like us (laughs) Cue the song and spinning camera. There's a possibility. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you guys, I saw the funniest TikTok. Oh my God. You know the voice changers like mm-hmm. filter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think my friend Sabrina sent it to me. I'm pretty sure that's how I saw it. <clears throat> it's that scene, but with that like that like high-pitched voice filter. <laughs> and it's awful it's like it's like so bad it's like there's a possibility and it's just spinning and you didn't send it to us oh my god i have to i it was like late at night and i forgot but it is really funny i will send it my my post it on our instagram story yes do it all right hit us with a sum all right in her depressive state charlie threatens to send bella back to live with renee in jacksonville However, Bella isn't too keen on this idea. Edward made Forks her home. To appease Charlie... <laughs> what? I'm sorry, just the way you said that. <laughs> Edward made Forks... It was so like... You were like delivering like a news a news broadcast. Like, <laughs> Edward made Forks her home. <laughs> he did. <laughs> 
Wait, can you please read this like you're doing a news forecast? <laughs> I'm sweating. Now, I now that you want me to do it that way, I don't know if I could do it. All right, all right, all right. All right. Nope, no pressure. <laughs> um, to appease Charlie, Bella asks Jessica to go out to a movie in Point Angeles. However, Jessica isn't too keen on this idea. <laughs> <laughs> Despite this, Jessica agrees and goes to Port Angeles with Bella, where they run into some familiar strangers, and then out of nowhere, Bella starts hearing voices in her head. So we're off to a great a great start on your first night out after four months. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, much like us. It's January. It's been four months since Edward left Bella, and we were spared her POV. <laughs> Unfortunately, this four months has made her more dramatic than ever. It really has. And I hated every second of it. <laughs> like, yeah. so I thought I hated Bella Swan before. It's because this isn't like fun dramatic. This is like gross dramatic. It's giving sociopath. Like, yes. I felt that way the whole time I was reading this chapter. And yeah. Well, she literally hears voices in her head, so. But not even that. She's like, (laughs) it's like the whole chapter. She's like, I didn't understand emotion. I hope I conveyed the fake emotion that Jessica wanted me to feel. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you know what emotions are, you stupid bitch. (laughs) Just like, like, stop. Like, I hate her. I hate her so much. Ugh, okay. And that's the chapter. And that's that's the end of the chapter. Please tune in next week. (laughs) And we'll find out what happens next. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) charlie has also had enough and angrily snaps bella out of her coma during breakfast one friday morning announcing he's sending her home bella was unaware they were having a conversation (laughs) and struggled to make sense of things charlie says he's sending her to florida to live with renee and phil because she's a shell of a human she never does anything she's quote lifeless ironic it is ironic because she wanted to be, be lifeless. lifeless. Yes. <laughs> Though she's emotionless, this accusation hits home for her because she thought she was doing a good job of keeping up appearances. But what she doesn't realize is that Charlie isn't a fucking moron. I was going to say, in what world? <laughs> like, if in what world? Too, since he's a cop, he's probably more more astute than attentive ever. Attentive to yeah, yeah. Just because he's well, quiet the fact that and like vampires reserved around, doesn't mean he's an idiot and doesn't notice things. Like yeah. you're stupid. It's the quiet ones that that notice more. Yeah. Charlie suggests therapy to Bella, which she box at Ox Falks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be one of those days for me. Okay. Is it Balks? Box? Box. No, Balks. You guys are both saying it too many times now. I don't know what's right. (laughs) Balks. Balk. She balked. (laughs) Balks. I balked. You know when you you say a word too many times and then you're like, it doesn't sound like a real word. Like, is this a real (laughs) word? saying it over and over. I was like, that's not a real word. (laughs) Well, it's funny because like, I do know, like, Balks. Okay. Say Balks again. (laughs) Balks. Ask Siri. Let's play Bulk's Ball. <laughs> like, it sounds fake. Okay. It really does. So, Can you use a different word yeah, now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So but Charlie's like, Bells, I think you should talk to a professional. And she's like, what? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Therapy? 
To a shrink? Never. <laughs> Much better. Thank you. Uh, he, he explains that when Renee took Bella and left him, he was also in incredibly bad shape, but not as bad as Bella is. And arguably, your wife taking your baby and leaving you is way worse than your high school boyfriend of less than a year making his family move away. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like... Just to get away from you. I didn't, like... Depends on who you are. It's kind of weird to, <laughs> to put two and two together and be like, oh, Charlie, like, went through this, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, Again, so she's like, oh, I'm keeping up appearances. Nah, girl, you're not mm-hmm. the only one. And yeah. he even says that. You're not the only one that's ever been through this. If you remember, which you don't because you were an infant, your mother took you and left me. <laughs> And, like, she is normally very good at, like, putting those sorts of pieces together. Yeah. So I guess it really does go to show that she's not with it. She's brain dead right now. Truly. So Bella knows there's truth in that, but she also knows that therapy only works if you're honest during your sessions, and she can't exactly explain her vampire boyfriend to a mental health professional. Why does he have to be a vampire? Like, why can't it just be that you were wildly obsessed with your boyfriend and he left you? Mm-hmm. I don't well, know. Maybe because the well, re- why that's are you like, the reason why? Yeah, why are you what? Like, oh, it stems from feelings of like I'm not good enough for him. Well, why not? Because he's so beautiful and he's this and he's supernatural. And why would he want me? Like, I'm just a measly like breakable human. So find a vampire therapist. Simple. <laughs> yeah she'll just put an ad in craigslist perfect on her phone line in her bedroom (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my god all right i lost my place okay so in an attempt to placate him bella says that she'll go out tonight with jess or angela but charlie says that's not quote that's not what i want i don't think i can live through seeing you try harder i've never seen anyone trying so hard it hurts to watch yeah. <laughs> ouch charlie mm-hmm. fucking ouch for the man who doesn't say much he's got a lot to say what a burn <laughs> charlie's doing some parenting right now like yeah. oh my god i mean good he needs to say it and she needs to hear it but it's actually like if i'm thinking from charlie's perspective like knowing that your child is so upset and, like, you're trying to not bring it up and you're they're just very clearly miserable and they're trying to be fine. And, like, it's just pathetic. It's, like, so sad. Yeah. I think it just makes it that much worse that she, like, is trying. Yeah. And just failing miserably at it. Yeah. 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 It's fair. It's also just, like, probably making her feel worse in the long run because when you try hard – like that just drains your like that's also just mentally well, draining. She's, she's not <laughs> in and of itself. Yeah, oops. She's not necessarily trying to move like on or forward no, or no. anything. She's, she's just trying, trying to not pretend, to think. pretend that like everything's fine. Yeah, she's yeah. just not like, that's thinking exhausting. about it. Like that's mm-hmm. exhausting. Right. So it's like it's not even and that's that's to his point. She's not even trying to be better or like move forward. She's just trying to live essentially yeah. like it's really crazy so all charlie wants is for bella to stop being miserable and he thinks that she'll have a better chance of doing that if she leaves forks i wonder uh how many times charlie has tried to have this conversation with her oh my god probably a dozen <laughs> it just never really it never yeah she just never responded and yeah never didn't know what was happening yeah, yeah. 
Bella, of course, refuses that, citing excuses from school to the weather, and Charlie hits back with the cold, hard facts that Edward has not once tried to contact her, and she can't keep waiting for him. And I said this before, and I'll say it again. He is absolutely laying down the truths. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah. So hearing this, Bella almost feels a hint of anger, and oh, but she doesn't, because if you remember, she has no emotions now. <laughs> Correct. So she cuts off the conversation by claiming she's going to be late for school and that she'll and she tells him that she'll make plans with Jessica tonight to go to Port Angeles after school and see a movie. And I want to point out again that Port Angeles is over an hour away from Forks. Are you really telling me that there's not a movie theater in a closer <laughs> town that they can go to? It just proves that Stephanie doesn't know geography and like just picked Port Angeles because it was like a close big bigger city than Forks well nobody's driving an hour to go to the movies I'm sorry what if that is the closest one we don't know Forks is just tucked away in a dense wooded area yeah what if you have to drive out of the woods to get to the movie theater I just it takes an hour to do I just don't believe that there is not (laughs) another town that's got a podunk little movie theater with one movie room. I feel like, especially at this time, movie theaters are pretty It's 2005. Popular. Like, 2006 now. It's new moon time. 2006. <laughs> it's been a whole year. <laughs> like, Port Angeles is their spot. I don't know what to tell you. Stupid. In Bella's haste, she gets to school very early and decides to fill her free time studying today's calculus lessons because having free time is forbidden in her new lifestyle because free time equals free thinking and free thinking leads to Edward and Edward is off limits. Mm-hmm. Sounds exhausting. Exhausting. Just simply. I can understand it though. Just sometimes just... Well, yeah. Just, I yeah, always have to be doing yourself. something sometimes. Cause yeah. I'm like, can't, yeah. Can't let my head go there. But if she know? would just yeah. simply... But four months of that? Yeah. Too much. Too much. Time. English is her first class of the day, passing very quickly. And at the ending bell, Mike stops to chat, asking her if she works tomorrow, which, dumb Mike, she obviously does because it's a Saturday. Yeah, she was so rude. So rude. He's like, hey, Bella, are you working tomorrow? And she's like, today's Friday, isn't it? Or tomorrow's Saturday, right? Whatever the fuck she says. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And he's like, yeah, okay, like, I'll, I guess I'll see you later. Like, <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I guess she's working all the time. And her life without Edward is school, work, and numbness. So Mike, also, like, mm-hmm. you would think he knows the schedule there, so... Yeah, I'm wondering, like, this I mean, interaction to me. into a conversation. I get that. That's what he was going for, but. Yeah, I don't know. The whole interaction with him seems a little pointless because it lasted two seconds and there wasn't any, like, kind of internal thought about it. I guess Mike maybe is trying to gauge how she is so he can then swoop in on her. But, or maybe he's actually just being, like, a good friend and is just trying to, like, interact with her on, like, Angela or Jess because nobody else is and he's just like checking the status of his her mental health which like I'm actually more inclined to believe I don't want to think Mike is just waiting for this like wounded little bird to I think think it's both (laughs) I mean I don't know I don't uh maybe maybe I I do I do think in this case he was just making checking in on her yeah I think was just like conversation yeah yeah I mean maybe he's hoping that she'll be better so then he can kind of like 
have more interactions with her and then yes. like get but i don't th- yeah whatever i don't think he's like waiting being, yeah like being a little weirdo yeah but i do think the minute she turns to be like okay he's like you want to go to the movies on friday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like definitely is that foreshadowing kayla i don't know is it I don't oh know. yeah <laughs> Wow. Look what I did there. <laughs> Can't wait to see if your prediction comes true. I've <clears throat> never read this before. <laughs> so rather than walking her to class, Mike just walks away from their interaction. Calculus is next. Oh, and he says, oh, I'll see you in Spanish. Which I don't know why he would say that because then like they never go to Spanish class in the in this chapter, but whatever. Just to remind you of the classes they're taking. Of the class order, yeah. (laughs) And where she sits and who she sits next to and, like, what. Calculus is next, where Bella unhappily sits next to Jessica, who has been ignoring her because Bella has been antisocial. Bella stands outside of the classroom weighing her options of actually asking Jessica to hang out tonight versus driving to and from Port Angeles alone to perpetuate a lie that she went out with Jessica. But she inevitably decides that lying is out because like mother, like daughter, Mrs. Stanley is the town gossip and she would just tell Charlie the truth when they ran into each other. Do we think that the distance between Jessica and Bella kind of started when she was dating Edward because Bella just didn't give a shit about anyone else? Like, yes and no, only because she's still sat at the lunch table and, like, every once in a while, like, joined in in a conversation. And, like, when Uh, the Cullens were gone, like, out for a sunny day, like, she hung with them. So, yeah, I do think there is the distance started then, but I think, like, it's more. Jessica was probably expecting, like, probably things to Knowing Jessica, she probably is like, oh, Edward's gone. Like, Bella will come running back to me type of. Well, yeah, because I think the only time she did interact with her was Was like you just said, whenever the Cullens were gone or if her and Edward were fighting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the only time they would speak. Otherwise, they were still just like they are in math class, sitting next to each other, but not speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely think it started then. But I think the bigger rift came from when, like what you said, Edward left. She expected Bella to come running back to her. Yeah, and she didn't. didn't. Yeah. I so. wonder, too, if, like, in the beginning of Bella's, you know. I'm sure that she, they were, like, like if, Jessica and Angela were, like, there for her as much as they yeah, could be. Yeah, it's like, like that, were they, yeah. like, trying to comfort her and then just kind of gave up because Bella wasn't. I think that's, yeah, yeah that's how I would see or, it. That's how I would see it also, yeah. yeah. At the end of Calc. Bella makes her move on Jess, who remains unfriendly during their entire interaction, but still decides to go out with Bella anyway. And I just, I didn't really like go into detail in my notes about like their whole interaction, but Jessica basically acts like a bitch in the beginning up until Bella is like, you're always, you're exactly who I would go to for girl time. And that's what I really need. And Jessica's like, oh my God, okay. And just like changed her tune. And I just think it's like, manipulative it's manipulative but also like it just kind of shows that like stephanie really just gives jessica zero depth as a character and it's fucking embarrassing i have to say like for her to just be like easily like like she's so two-dimensional yeah she's a side character but she should still have like there should still be like more yeah i don't think jessica's meant to be any sort of like deep character no i don't think so either but but i see what you're saying you know 
She's very flat. She's very flat and it's like it doesn't it comes off like when Jessica's acting like a brat, it doesn't I'm like still not inclined towards Bella. Like I think she's mm-hmm. trying to make us want to be on Bella's side because Jessica's acting like a brat, but actually like I just I'm on Jessica's side because I hate you, Bella. <laughs> like do you know what I mean? Like you the yeah, way you yeah. your th- like POV and your narration of Jessica is making me hate you and like her because I hate like mm-hmm. she's just not very she's judgy mm-hmm. I mean maybe I'm being judgy but <laughs> she's judgy and not in a nice way <laughs> Jessica and Bella decide that they're gonna see a zombie movie because Bella can't stomach a romantic comedy which is obvi Jessica's number one pick <laughs> because uh-huh. she's flat <laughs> And vapid. By the end of their conversation, Jessica has warmed up to Bella because, like I said, Bella's like, you are, like, the, exactly who I think of for girl time. <laughs> well, she literally has nobody else. Yeah. You don't have any other friends, Bella. Who are you going to choose? <laughs> well, I guess Angela, but. Yeah, but. Lauren. She wasn't even. <laughs> Obviously Lauren. <laughs> Obviously <Yes>. Lauren. <laughs> Well, regardless, Jessica plans to pick Bella up after school, and then mercifully, the rest of the day passes by quickly, and we don't hear about a single other class, which is phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, good. I didn't want to read that shit. I, I didn't want to read that shit either. <laughs> uh, Bella thinks about how easy it will be for her to be around Jessica once she gets her talking, because as we know, Jessica is a self-centered airhead with no depth, and Bella will only have to mumble responses at appropriate times. Damn. And that that, uh, showed some true colors. (laughs) Well, I don't think that about Jessica, but Bella does. And I'm just like, justice for Jessica. Yeah. I, look, I'm here for Jess. I don't think she gets enough credit. Look, I... I'm team Jess. I'm team Jessica. I'm team Jessica. I know Ariana's team Jessica. Because I am Jessica? Or am I Angela? (laughs) At this point, I literally cannot remember because you kept fucking it up so many times. But either way, I know you're team Jess just because of that. Sure. Yeah. I feel like... I think you are Jessica, but kept saying you're Angela. Yeah, maybe, and we were yeah. like, maybe you keep saying Angela because it starts with an A. <laughs> <laughs> How am I Jessica? How am I Jessica? You have more depth. But <laughs> I was, also, didn't you get Bella? Uh, Maybe, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. Just, yeah, you did. Because she got Edward and I got Jacob and we were the trio. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this just reminds me, I like... Just oh, you're all the worst characters. I wow. know. Like, what is this? Do you suck? I guess so. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm I'm kind of boring. Wait, okay. You got Bella, Jessica, and who else? I don't remember. Is that it? Because we took we did two. I, we, we did, did three. T- three. Because I got Alice twice and then Edward. Oh, I, I don't remember. I was Charlie. Victoria. Jacob, and Victoria. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Three very different characters. Yeah, wait, you got Charlie, Victoria, and who? Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these quizzes are accurate. I do think those three make one whole me. <laughs> I also think I am Alice and annoying Edward for sure. 
I I don't want to think I'm Jessica. <laughs> You're the good qualities of Jessica. <laughs> You're the Jessica I'm rooting for. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. I think Bella is a biased narrator and she hates Jessica because yes. she is the worst. Not Jessica, but Bella. So it sounds Fair. like you're your own worst but enemy. So, so this, re- I so I recently um, rewatched Breaking Bad, mm. uh-huh. and I loved it the first time. And then the second time I rewatched it, I was like, "What the fuck is happening? I hate all these characters." Oh, do you know who I hate? <laughs> they have no Skylar. Oh my god, I, I hated hate her the first Skylar. time. I hated her the first time, and I hate Marie. I hate Walt. I hate. Yeah. Marie. I literally hate all of them. Like I, uh, the only one I like. I a hate Walt bit. Jr. I want to fucking kick those crutches <laughs> out of his wrists and oh push him down God. a well. I hate him. The only character I I like a little bit is Jesse, and even even then, Jesse's like a little piece of shit. They're all just no. Uh, Jesse's perfect. Jesse's like the best one out of all of them. Jesse's he's still like, like not Jesse's great. like the drug dealer you have a crush on in high school. <laughs> yeah. Jesse's like the the scumbag boy from high school with a golden heart. Yeah. That you love. Yeah. But this is what this reminds me of. I, I don't like any of these. Like, none of the characters are likable or redeeming. Well, I think I that's the point. Well, yeah. I meant, like, in, in Twilight as well. <laughs> that was my comparison. That is also the point. That is the point. <laughs> like, they just all are. Okay, listeners, um, please let us know if you genuinely, there is a character that you genuinely like. Leah. Alice. Okay, maybe? Alice. All right, fine. I'm Alice. talking about I'm talking about of yeah. the of the main three of the trio. None of them. Um, None of no. them. They all suck. Yeah. They're all terrible. I like Charlie. There's a lot of side characters I like. Yeah, because <laughs> because they're non-dimensional. <laughs> and the good ones you're meant well, to like. Leah has a good good story. A good arc. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like Seth. That was my comparison. <laughs> in, any, in any case breaking bad and twilight breaking twilight breaking dawn. twilight bad <laughs> twilight is bad <laughs> well breaking dawn breaking twilight twilight is bad oh my god is it the same show oh my god it it's the be. same piece of media should we do like a character to character parallel <laughs> so so bella has to be walt right <laughs> no, Bella Skyler or Marie, one thousand percent. She's Skyler. Done. I feel like Edward, Edward is, is Walt. Walt. Yeah, yeah. Jacob is Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can do this. <laughs> Bella describes her days as blurred in a thick haze, sometimes confusing. She basically blacks out for periods of time and doesn't remember how she's gotten to where she is, like driving home from school or entering the house. That's quite to dangerous. Fair, I, this does happen to me. Like this happens times. to me, too. Some, <laughs> like when you like are driving and you're like, holy shit, where? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I didn't even know. Like, whoa, I'm here. Yeah. That's like autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like hers is a little deeper. <laughs> hers is a little crazy. Yeah, hers is like borderline dangerous, I yes. feel. <laughs> driving. But She's legit on autopilot. Yeah. Whereas, like, us, I feel like we're just kind of, like, in the zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised she can even manage autopilot, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but this doesn't bother her. Quote, losing track of time was the most I asked from life. That's big wishing. I was just going to say huge ambition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her numbness is more essential in some places than in others. And in this instance, she pays no mind to the stereo she was gifted on her birthday 
buried in a garbage bag under a mound of clothes. The haze keeps her from thinking of the bloody mess her nails had been after clawing it out of her dashboard. Ew. But that reminds also, me of like a horror movie when yeah. people are like, like clawing in their dirt yeah, fingers and their yeah. nails just crash and it's like breaking crazy. and split. Ugh, um, but it. also like Edward wanted to leave no trace of him or his family to help Bella question the nature of her reality. But he leaves the stereo in the truck like that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. You just forgot. <laughs> I don't know. He's very thorough, man. Like, yeah. I just think that's like. Well, what else of his did he throw out other than like the very personal things like their photos and their tape? Yeah, I was like kind of wondering after you said that if did he take like any other gifts from like. Like what happened to ticket? the plane tickets? Yeah. Like n- they're never mentioned. Like all of that stuff is gone. That's my assumption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he missed one thing and she broke her hands trying to get it out. And now she just drives in silence with a gaping hole in her stereo and her dashboard. With her, yeah. Like, that, is that not like a like reminder a, as well? Or is she just like blocking that out too? And that's why she blacks out when she's driving. <laughs> that's gotta be it. I'm like, what's worse, the gaping hole or like the item nice just stereo. sitting there? Like, and it's not like Edward even, the gift wasn't even from him, it was from Emmett. It still counts. He's still part of the family. It's it's them as a whole. It's who she misses the most. Well, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, well, I guess Sal would probably come before Emmett. I feel like it would be, well. It's Edward, Edward Alice, Alice and Emmett. Emmett. Well, I was thinking Carlisle. of also Jasper, like Carlisle. Jasper, Esme, Rosalie. Esme. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I would put Esme before Jasper. I do feel like her and Carlisle, though, have yeah. like a good bond. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think. The, the siblings are easy, I wonder. I'm just. Rosalie's I last. Yeah. And so am I. 100%. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with Rosalie. <laughs> Jessica pulls up. Bella forces a smile and gratitude to thank Jess for going out with her tonight. Bella thinks it's harder to fake her emotions to deceive Jess than it is with Charlie. Which is interesting because we were just saying, like, how flat. Jessica is, but she's like, I'm fucking on to you. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're not okay. I know. I know you're lying right now. (laughs) But Jessica is curious about Bella's change in attitude and interest in going out. Quote, why did you suddenly decide dot, dot, dot to go out? It sounded like she changed her question halfway through. What do you think she was going to say? That's my question. (gasps) Oh, I didn't. What do you think was her original question? (laughs) Probably like... Why did you suddenly decide to start talking to me? That's what I thought, too. Yeah. 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 Or, like, why did you suddenly decide that I'm good enough to be in your presence now? Like, something, like, sassy. I think, like, I think it was something as simple as just, like, why did you suddenly decide to start talking to me again? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And And then Jessica realized that maybe she didn't say that because Jessica's actually good and Bella's the (laughs) anti-hero. She's the problem. It's her. (laughs) We're naming this chapter Antihero. <laughs> okay. Hey, Taylor Swift. It was on my most listened this year. Have you heard her Red Panda album? <laughs> oh, God. It was all red. Panda. It's like Taylor Swift meets designer. Designer has a 
a song named Panda. <laughs> I forgot about that song. Panda, 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 Panda. panda, panda. panda. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Bella doesn't give her any real answer and changes the radio station because she recognizes the song playing, probably the pussy, and it reminds her of Eddie Boy. No, oh, wait, I thought that was, I thought your thing was probably pop that pussy. <laughs> probably was. It probably was pop that pussy. Fun fact, the, like, years ago, the restaurant that she and I both, both worked at, the owner was, like, making a playlist, and he would just, like, hear a song, like, for a couple of seconds, if the, and if the beat was good, he would, like, add it to the playlist, and then fast forward to a night of service, like, literally a Friday or Saturday night, like, peak time, and pop that pussy, starts playing, and, like, collectively, not the guests, but, like, staff was, like, oh, my God, this is, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does have a good beat. It does have a great beat. <laughs> so uh, Bella puts on a rap station and just is like, and what the fuck? Pop, pop that pussy. <laughs> and it really is pop that pussy. <laughs> and Bella's like, yeah, I love rap. And she just is like, not <laughs> quote, nodded her head, hoping she was in time with the beat. And I knowing just, Bella's she's like way <laughs> off the way beat. Like, off. I, can't even, like, I just can't see her like, like if this is the beat rap. She's it's like, really hard to deliberately go off. Be- uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, because she's still like so numb. I know nobody can see this, but I just feel like she's like. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just your stiff classic bottom. like head nod. <laughs> like like slow it. head nod. But you're like, or like this. Or like, so you're just really slow. <laughs> or like this, yeah. Just staring straight ahead. Bella goes digging for a topic to get Jessica talking. And Mike doesn't get her going. So Bella asks if she's been out with anybody else. Jessica goes out with Connor sometimes. Do we know who this is? Yeah, he he <laughs> was at the beach trip. Okay. And he was there with um, Samantha. <laughs> the fuck is Samantha? Some kids from the beach trip. And he's, like, been mentioned in, like, other things. But okay. he's, like, in their large group on the outskirts he's on the outskirts yeah okay i don't know who the fuck it was either so i like I'm well i Kayla. knew he was mentioned before but i just like didn't really like it's just a common name it's just yeah i just wasn't sure if he like played any real part other than just like a name in the book <laughs> yeah um, much like lauren <laughs> well no lauren plays the mean girl she has a part she does have a part <laughs> you're right and she plays it <laughs> <laughs> And when it's not Connor, it's Eric Yorkie. Eric Yorkie asked her out, and she couldn't think of a nice way to say no. <laughs> so, PSA, you can simply just say no. Yeah. <laughs> it is not your responsibility to say yes to protect anybody's feelings or ego. You don't have to say yes just because you feel bad or uncomfortable. Unless you think it's going to save your life. Well, yes. <laughs> don't But say I it. don't think she was in any danger. <laughs> no. Not with Eric Yorkie. <laughs> Come Eric on. Yorkie. Eric's like head of the paper. Is that just a movieism, or is that in the book also? I know the photography yeah, I is I actually that Angela's. Maybe that's also a movieism. That's all, well, I know it. Angela's the photos in the movie. Yeah, and Eric's Eric's the paper. Yeah, head of the paper. Yeah. Also, like, I'm sorry, in my head, all I can picture is Eric kind of being like nerdy loser, but he's friends. He's like BFF with Mike. 
Yeah, but like the way they both talk about him in this little is that he's like gross. Is like Eric Yorkie, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, so I do think he is like, like maybe like ew, gross, yeah, scummy. All right, so Jess runs with the story, telling Bella the details of the date and then giving an unsolicited comparison with Connor, which I kind Perfect. of like wish we got the comparison. Me too. I don't like, know anything about Connor. I know nothing about Connor. I want to know about his dick. I want to know about his height. <laughs> I want to know about like where he took her, what they did, if they kissed. You know what? We probably would have gotten all of that had Bella been paying any attention at all. So the girls hit the twilight showing of the movie. <laughs> Drink! <laughs> I will, because I'm, as always, the only one drinking. (laughs) Bella panics at the first sight of the movie as it hints at romance between a young couple. Bella hisses at Jess, having expected this to be a zombie movie. I said drink again because she hissed. (laughs) And I'm going to say drink another time because there's a parallel between zombies and vampires. Is there also (laughs) a parallel between zombies and Bella (laughs) at this moment? Hmm. Yes. (laughs) Jess tells her to chill the fuck out, and Bella's like, fuck this, I'm getting popcorn. (laughs) She takes 10 minutes outside the theater, hoping to pass enough time for the romantic intro to play out. Bella returns just after the action really set in. The movie is nothing more than gruesome attacks and endless screaming. Bella begins to feel uneasy, but can't quite figure out why. I know. Mm. I know why. Do you? Good. Maybe you can explain this to me, because it just was not clicking in my brain today. Okay. Okay. The movie begins to wrap up with cutscenes between a zombie and one last survivor. She realizes which of the two resembles her most, so she panics, gets up, claims she needs a drink, and runs out the door. From the book, because I'm confused by this part. Okay. <laughs> I sat down on the bench outside the theater door and tried very hard not to think of the irony, but it was ironic, all things considered, that in the end, I would wind up as a zombie. I hadn't seen that one coming. Not that I hadn't dreamed of becoming a mythical monster once. Just never a grotesque animated corpse. It was depressing to realize that I wasn't the heroine anymore, that my story was over. So does she resonate with the zombie or the heroine who lost in the end and became a zombie? Um, She resonates with the zombie now. Going after. Going after, like, the girl. Yeah. Yeah. So when I read it, I am like, okay, she looks at that and it's cutting. You see, like. You know, the girl, who the heroine, and then, like, the zombie. In my brain, it's cutting between her, uh, or I'm sorry, she's, like, seeing the zombie and going, oh, my God, like, that's what I am, essentially. Because didn't she say when she was getting ready, like, before the going out with Jess, she looked in the mirror and, like, she was like, okay, I, like, tried to rearrange my features to, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just been like going through whatever. Charlie called her lifeless, lifeless this so morning. I so yeah. I think like that's like kind of running in her brain. And then when she was with Edward, she felt like she was in a fairy tale. And this was like her, you know, she f- was the heroine of her own story and like whatever. But that's like a fun, cute, like I want to be a vampire story where like the heroine in this story is like doomed so i was like was she thinking of herself as the heroine and like the vampire is the zombie and he's like gonna end your life but like you kind of wanted it and like now i think you're lifeless and you didn't get the lifelessness the way that you you wanted wanted. yeah i think it's yes kind of like that last part parts that i didn't really know how to like 
piece together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I think it's really it. just like it's like the death <laughs> of like maybe and maybe we're just like really reading way into this, <laughs> but maybe it's like she's now the zombie and it's like the death of what her life could have been. It's represented by the heroine in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of feel like that would have been deeper if she's seeing herself in like both characters. Yeah. yeah. Like which I mean the way she be, says it and she now kind she's of like kind of yeah, the way she says it, I mean, kind of. She, I realize I wasn't the heroine anymore, and it's cutting between right. the two of them. Yeah. So she's like, that was me, and now that's me, and like. And that's the one I resonate with more now. Now, yeah. Okay. And also, it's just ironic that she sees herself as a zombie now when she had seen herself as a vampire, vampire before, yeah. like a different mythical creature, essentially. A beautiful one, not one that's... Not one that's decaying and walking slow and growling and hungry for flesh. (laughs) Instead of the blood. Instead of the blood. God, I really want to watch Walking Dead after this, but we can't. I don't know. I just feel like we wanted to, like... If we get too far into the episodes... I know. I was thinking about that, but we could just, like, watch recaps or, like, pull recaps from online of, like, the big plot points yeah and then just like like, talk talk about about them them. okay jessica comes out of the the heater jessica comes out of the heater (laughs) (laughs) she's born anew from the flames She's a phoenix. <laughs> Wait, I have to say something funny. One of my stylists was out. Um, she had the flu for a couple of days, and then she was like, yeah. She was like back, and I was like, how do you feel? And she's like, oh, like I had a fever for like three days. And I was like, oh, do you feel like, you know, forged new and fresh? And she goes, no, I feel like I have brain damage. <laughs> like, that um, is also one quirk about my apartment. The heat on the second floor is broken. Oh. It's really cold up there. Well, heat rises. Not, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. We have, like, electric gears up there. Yeah. We Careful like, with those, though. Because they're big fire hazards. Oh. Well, we shut them off when we we're, like, not in the room. Okay. But. I'm just saying, be careful. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, about the heaters. <laughs> Jessica comes out of one. And... <laughs> Jessica comes out of the theater, first relieved to find Bella, and then irritated. Bella claims the movie was just too scary for her. Shut up, bitch. (laughs) I just literally imagine her sitting there like this. (laughs) That movie was so scary. And Jessica's like... Like, leading to her, like, screaming, clutching, whatever. And Bella's literally just like... I'll be right back. And, like, gets up. All of a sudden, I need flesh. (laughs) It's like, oh, my God. The virus. It's taking over. I'm hungry. I can't be in this room. (laughs) Jessica says they're going to have nightmares after that movie. And Bella's like, damn right. But mine are not going to be about the zombies. Which I kind of felt like she would have nightmares about like her being a zombie yeah mm-hmm. right i mean yeah like, obviously i mean she had a nightmare about like, being her grandmother she, like, you think she's not gonna have a like self to one yeah yeah i feel like that would have been like a good i mean it's too much to ask her to do it stephanie you write another dream sequence god forbid <laughs> <laughs> jessica goes about her normal babbling leading them off to get dinner and then suddenly her babbling has stopped but bella doesn't notice right away she thinks she's offended Jess, but really Jess is just quiet and tense, speed walking down this unlit stretch of sidewalk where the shops have all closed for the night, just trying to make it to the safety of the bright golden arches of McDonald's. 
when you said that earlier, I did not think it was actually McDonald's. Oh. Like, I did not think McDonald's was in this book. Yeah, <laughs> is it probably got like a paid like... You know, in movies when they yeah. have like yeah. the, when they like yeah, she's hoping drop for in like a brand or something, yeah. she probably got like a paid like drop in. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like in my mind, all like it took me by surprise again. Also, like McDonald's, because in my mind they were going to that same ravioli restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like something. like a pizza shop or something. Yeah, like or just like I literally just anywhere. And then McDonald's. later on, they like sit down and eat, and they make it seem like they're like actually eating at a restaurant but it's like you could have just quickly just shoved a burger in your mouth <laughs> yeah. and called it a day and gotten out of there yeah <laughs> jess is like where do you want to go get dinner and bella's like uh, i and don't she's care like, i don't care just because like great this is mcdonald's like, yes, mcdonald's <laughs> you know what in jess's mind she's probably like it's fast food it'll be quick we can get the fuck out of here actually yeah yeah you're right you're <laughs> she right she doesn't want to have a sit down dinner with someone who's <laughs> lifeless yeah <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't um the only business open on the street was a bar named one-eyed pete's with its windows covered from the inside and neon lights. I want to go. Bella wonders if there was a pirate theme not visible from the outside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but my headcanon is that the owner named it after his one-eyed dog, Pete. And there's a picture of the dog on the wall behind the bar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay. For some reason. You don't have a story for one-eyed Pete's? For, um, for okay. Some... <laughs> Wait, what? Bella thinks it's a pirate-themed bar. I think it's a one-eyed dog bar. My brain like autocorrects one-eyed peats to, to black-eyed peas. Black. <laughs> That's what it's it is. A it's, a it's a black-eyed. It's a black-eyed peas themed bar, and and all of the photos of them, just one of their eyes is missing. That's all like right. Dead Dog Saloon, but one-eyed peats. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Oh God, I could go for a Dead Dog <laughs> Saloon, <laughs> like a visit. Yes. <laughs> she also claims that she can hear the ice clinking in glasses the sound floating across the street and i said either she has vampy hearing or those people are really aggressively it's sloshing in so there. insane or she's just like you know, <laughs> not, like not right who Something writes right. that who writes that the clinking the of clinking the ice she glasses. can hear the clinking of the ice in the glasses from across the street no you can't <laughs> over the people like chattering and milling door and probably the, no, the door is open <laughs> the door is, oh, the door okay, is okay, open okay. <laughs> wait but it better be a real silent fucking night out there in port angeles <laughs> or or holy night or everyone <laughs> everyone in the restaurant decided to do a cheers all at the same time <laughs> and you still wouldn't hear the ice clinking you would hear them go cheers ah, one eye pizza Arrgh! like woof like you would hear like over the ice clinking we drink ice in our glasses next to our microphones and you can't even hear that shit. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it's so... Like, Stephanie, have you ever been to a bar? Have you ever walked past a bar on the street? Well, she's Mormon, yeah, so and I hear probably the ice not. in the glasses. Shut and up. Like, oh, that sounds refreshing. You fucking liar. You're a liar. <laughs> no, wait, seriously. If she's Mormon, maybe she never went to a bar. Mormons drink. Well, not if you're, like, seriously a Mormon, right? I'm sure she's, like... I'm sure she's not like <laughs> been outside of a bar. I'm sure she's been to a bar. <laughs> and sure if you're a devout Mormon, I'm sorry that we are thinking these things about you, but weigh in. <laughs> a man walks into a bar. And he can hear the ice clinking from the street, <laughs> from the bar across the street. He said, Al. A man walks into a bar. Another man walks into another bar across the street. They hear ice clinking. If the ice clinks in the glass, but no one's around to hear it. Did, did, it really did, it really did it really ice? Did it really clink? Did it really ice? 
thing on. <laughs> We've hit that point in the middle where we're just where we just can't <laughs> always. Always, it's kind of fun. So predictable. <laughs> and then we get to Ariana's and we're all like, we're ready to go. <laughs> we're all that one. Like, <laughs> is it <we're> done? <laughs> oh my god, that's I. You know what? I have the best part. <laughs> Mine's always short and sweet, set up. Woo! All right. So there are four men leaning against the wall beside the door. Jess doesn't like scared. Jess doesn't <laughs> seem scared. She's just trying to lay low. But Bella's like, hmm, I've been here before. Deja vu. And she recalls every feeling in her body from the first dangerous encounter in Port Angeles almost a year ago. And as she recalls these intense feelings, she's like, OK, yeah, I'm going to go talk to these baddies. Jess is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're a goddamn liability. And she really is. It's she like is a liability. Fair to be dragging Jess into this mess. No, I know. Yeah. So Bella keeps walking towards the men, following impulse and the rush of adrenaline to feelings. Oh, <laughs> wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> Two feelings she hasn't felt since the numbness took over. Quote, I saw no reason for fear. I couldn't imagine anything in the world that there was left to be afraid of. Not physically, at least. One of the few advantages of losing everything. I think this is ignorant as fuck. Girlie is a-okay with getting physically abused or beaten mm-hmm. or raped. Why? Because Edward left? Yeah, fucking okay. insane. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure she would feel god-awful if the last person to touch her was some disgusting little thug outside of a bar and not, like, her precious Edward's hands all over her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'd feel pretty fucking stupid. She'd feel pretty fucking stupid, yeah. pretty fucking bad. She would be changing her tune. Yeah. Like. Absolutely. It, can't take that back. Can't take that back. Also, was it in your section, has it happened yet or not, when she's like, or maybe it was at the end of mine, I don't remember, and she's like, you know, I I never thought about, oh, wait. No, it's no, coming. No, it's coming. <clears throat> okay. It's like the very end of my section. Yeah. So Jess runs after her and grabs her arm. And I said, good on Jess. We are team Jess this episode. I said justice for Jess. Yes. Mm -hmm. She doesn't owe Bella anything, but she's sticking her neck out for her. I mean, Bella straight up, as far as we know, like abandoned her once Edward left. Yeah. Yeah. And then she uses her to get out for a night. And then she's dealing with this shit. Yep. And she's like, girly, let's go. Jessica's actually a good friend. She is. Wow. Weird. Yeah, I was like, I never thought we would even get to this point. Jessica is a good fucking friend. And <laughs> Jessica she's, is a cell phone. Jessica is a cell phone, and she's misunderstood. <laughs> she's old reliable. She's your Blackberry. <laughs> she she's your Nokia. All right, so we'll put a, a new poll out. <laughs> she's your reliable cell phone? She's your sidekick. These are all the same things we said last time. <laughs> she is your fucking... <laughs> next tell chirp chirp baby Bella <laughs> like. brushes her off and Jessica Jessica asks her if she's crazy if she's suicidal this catches Bella's deranged attention and defensively she defines defines I can't speak either and I'm not even drinking defensively she denies the accusation in her head she claims that even the, in the beginning when death oh my god what is wrong with me <laughs> <laughs> In her head, she claims that even the beginning, when death would have been a certain relief, she didn't consider it because, one, she owes too much to Charlie, two, felt too responsible for Renee, and three, she made a promise to not do anything stupid or reckless. Hello. But also, 
what a cavalier like chat about suicide yeah that's i definitely get to that point because it gets even more blase and i am just like it's just very crazy like for that's the one thing she's like that picks up in her attention like just like what are you a suicidal and she's like no i'm not Mm -hmm. and i i didn't even like it would have been it would have been welcome but i only didn't do it because of my parents well she doesn't say that part i know she doesn't say it out loud but in her mind like for her Mm -hmm. to like come on dude i mean and i do just think that's just very uh, like textbook of the the early 2000s when just like those kinds of things were thrown about so casually like yeah nobody took mental health seriously nobody took like not that nobody took suicide seriously but it was just like well i don't want this to come off the wrong way but i also feel like it was like trendy like to like say that to say that and i don't know model some of it yeah, like with the like when they you know, it was at this time of um the this year like was very like saying right emo well, I think, I like think, I think it goes yeah. back to like how you know Stephanie kind of throws around the word depression very lightly. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and you know, Bella can claim she's depressed, but you know, based on her narrative well, maybe now is a different story, but at least in the first book when right. she would throw yeah. around the word depressed. Yeah. You know, based on the narrative around it, she wasn't actually yeah. depressed. It's actually Here, funny how often it was used in the first in the beginning book when she when wasn't, she wasn't depressed. And now right. she like actually is or could be. Yep. And there's like not one mention no. of it. It's until now, yeah. Well, even right. this isn't yeah, it's not depressed. It's depressed. Oh, of depressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, it gets even better because then she's like, well, now remembering that third key point, she feels a twinge of guilt. But she brushes that off, too. This doesn't really count. Quote, it wasn't like I was taking a blade to my wrists. Okay. Like. I don't like that. Remove that no. from the book, please. So fucking bad. Like, what a little drop like that like so bad again it really is just like a sign of the times then like it was so cavalier and like that's not to say like in that time that was kind of I don't want to this is also going to sound like maybe not like that's not to say that like then I feel like yeah more people were maybe like cutting themselves because of like it was like trendy when you're emo. That's what like, I was kind of like, getting Like, oh, at when I, I'm emo, to. like I, all of the like pop punk songs <laughs> or all of the like, what what genre am I thinking of? Like all, just all of that like rock, alternative which is music. what all the like bracelets were for because they yeah. covered your wrists and. Every yeah. single popular song had a line about cutting your wrists. Mm-hmm. And it was like, not that people who did it didn't actually like. I'm not saying that they didn't do feel, it for a reason, do yes. it for a real reason or like what they felt was a real reason at the yes. time. But like it was glorified yeah. Yeah. at that time mm-hmm. in this like time period. Yep. It was en vogue essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get at. And I just didn't know how to like mm-hmm. say there. it. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like, like the more, at least, you know, from a personal perspective, the more, mature I got and the more I grew older I kind of had a deeper understanding of what you know these things are what actually they like and what yeah. they mean whereas well, yeah. when you're younger you don't really 
it goes from being like it, a it's harder to trendy pop culture like yeah, to act like or whatever to like oh these people are like actually hurting themselves thing. yeah and, like, yeah this is something like yeah people need help yeah. yeah so yeah i mean you like grow with it but it's just like in a book like this where it's just yeah casually dropped just yeah, yeah the way it was casually like, dropped I, in I, every song yeah. every alternative I song i feel like the in way stephanie yeah. talks about these things is like not really appropriate i, guess I agree the right way to say it like she dropped like it it's too cavalier like, like i said she she says depressed but she's not actually depressed like mm-hmm. like i just think yeah it's too yeah. she drops it too lightly yeah not in like a like it I, I feel like if the book was in a different, I, it's, it's hard very, to it's talk very, about these. It's things, very but flippant the way it comes across, and it's just very yes. like off the cuff. Whatever she's like, oh, like oh my god, I'm so depressed. Like blah. yeah, it's like just not. And again, ha- maybe if this this like book was written like in a different context or a different, not even that. Maybe if it was written when I mean, obviously now today in the present time, like more people you know more people are not even politically correct but like respectful and knowledgeable of things that we weren't 10 15 years ago yeah when this book came out you know what I mean so had this had this series been written now I don't think it wouldn't be this way. No, it wouldn't. I mean, maybe maybe the interaction in book one and Port Angeles would be there, but it would be way more like visceral and the the aftermath of it and the builds up like would have been different. And that would have maybe then built her bond to Edward for like Mm -hmm. being there. And like there would have been a bit of trauma with it rather than her being like, I'm fine. Great. Yeah, the fact that there's no acknowledgement of it later until, like, this point. Yeah, and she's using that memory to, like, conjure his fucking voice, like. And to, like, egg her on, yeah. 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 No, no human, no normal human would have a memory of that and use it to, like. Invoke more danger. Invoke more (laughs) danger just to get like a moment of oh my god I'm having a hallucination of my boyfriend. This is amazing. Like once they started to feel those feelings they would probably freeze up on the street and leave. Like. Yeah. And just I do feel like just to go back for a second like Mm -hmm. the way she uses like the depression and stuff in the beginning like we said was like very flippant like you said. I do kind of feel like the mention of like are you suicidal and she was like I am not out here like slitting my wrists or whatever is kind of meant like not to completely shit on Stephanie I know that's what we do but like yeah I do feel like part of it is meant to be like an an attention grabber like Mm -hmm. in the story because you're like oh my god like what the fuck is she doing and then it's just kind of she like all of a sudden like snaps back to reality and she's like no, like, I'm not suicidal. Like, I'm not I haven't here. been suicidal. Yeah, like, she, like, yeah. all of a sudden has, like, full thoughts that she's, like, yeah, yeah. And it's about this. And then it says, like, my section ends with Jess is just in, like, pure shock. Her eyes are wide. Her mouth is hanging open. And she's, like, what the fuck? Like, that was a rhetorical question. Like, I don't actually think you're suicidal. Like, yeah, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. So I do think it's just kind of meant to almost put you on the same level as Jess. Jess. Yeah. Where you're, like, what is happening here yeah kind of thing. yeah yeah and maybe so, like as casual as it is and how like blunt mm-hmm. as it is I do feel like it does serve a purpose for the reader yeah well and too maybe like it's kind of 
like a vehicle because we're sitting there as a reader like she's basically describing many of the like indicators and symptoms of depression beyond the fact that she doesn't feel intense sadness she just feels nothing because she's like blocking that out Mm -hmm. but maybe it's kind of like again like an attention snapper to kind of be like you know I'm in a fog I have been in a fog but now I'm like back yeah 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 I don't know I don't like it I'm not gonna say I like it you know yeah I think now would be a good time to say that if you um or anyone you know is experiencing suicidal thoughts to reach out to the suicide hotline or your local authorities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Ariana. Yep. Let's uh, kick off our <laughs> numb sitting here <laughs> waiting for this to be. <laughs> Let's kick off our <laughs> Bella era. <laughs> On another note. Um, also one more thing I want to mention. Um, Therapy is fucking great, so please try it if you are. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, even if you like don't. Even if you, you don't it. even think you need it, it's <laughs> yeah. just nice. So don't don't feel ashamed to try yeah. it or do it. I think it's always worth a shot. It's great worth to have a, a try. Third party that's like not in your life to unload to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who could then maybe just say like you're being a little like can just give you a perspective to say like yeah. yes you're in the right yes you're in the wrong or maybe you should think about it from this perspective mm-hmm. or just a check-in yeah, yeah they don't even have to give an opinion they can just be there mm-hmm. to listen yeah they're also you know trained to ask you questions to kind of probe you to extract your true feelings about you things said probe. yeah <laughs> probe <laughs> it's a great yeah. word um and Lots of therapy is expensive, but there are like, you know, there's better help. You can't (laughs) afford a traditional therapy experience. Yes. There are other options out there for you. Better help is just the biggest one that comes to my mind. That's that's really the Mm -hmm. only one. Yeah. There's also like apps like, you know, Headspace and things that you can. Oh, like the meditation apps. Therapy, but kind of serves a similar purpose. Yeah, the meditation apps, the like, the like deep thinking apps. It just kind of like. You can also get a therapist who isn't fully licensed, but are doing their hours to put in to get licensed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they are significantly cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, and like the real licensed ones also typically work on a sliding scale depending on your income. Yeah. There's options. Yeah, there are options. And it does help to like, I mean, anytime I go to a doctor's appointment and there's a trainee and they're like, do you, is it okay if I participate? I'm like, get up in here, girl. Get the experience. (laughs) Like, yes. So that like, not only are they helping you, you you're helping somebody like achieve their, yeah, their ambition. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. I just wanted to point that out. No, No, that was a good point to make. Yeah. Okay, so Bella kind of shoes Jess off, and she's like, "Just, just go eat. I'll, I'll catch up." And <laughs> she's sh- like, "I'm gonna go have some trauma." <laughs> shoo shoo. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Fucking gross. Um, she turns away from Jess and sh- back to the men who are watching with amused, curious eyes, and Jess literally screams at Bella. She's like, "Bella, stop! Like, just stop!" <laughs> <laughs> and Bella freezes in place, and it's not because Jess told her to stop. It is because she all of a sudden heard a furious, beautiful voice. Edward's voice. A voice like velvet. (laughs) Bella was exceptionally careful not to think his name, 
Um, Bella was surprised that the sound of it did not knock her to her knees. So am I, honestly. Yeah. Um, but there was no pain at all in this moment. The minute Bella heard his voice, everything was clear. She was more aware of everything. Sight, sound, feel of the cold air, kind of like a vampire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The voice told Bella to go back to Jessica. Also ghostly, though. Yeah. You know, you feel like cold air. You're just floating oh, no. in the wind. <laughs> just saying, they say, like, when a ghost, like, passes through. Oh, the air, it, it like, does in the get colder. It gets colder. Yeah. But yes, I imagine <laughs> you're a ghost floating in the wind. You're also cold. <laughs> <laughs> The voice told Bella to go back to Jessica. Bella promised not to do anything stupid. Jessica stood a few feet away from Bella with fright in her eyes. The strangers watched, confused, and they're like, they're like, what the fuck is Bella doing? Like, what is this girl doing? Like, <laughs> what is Bella like, doing? The, like, it's got a name tag on. I feel her like, shirt actually says Bella. I think I like mentioned this it's her later. Bowling shirt. You like hover over her avatar in the street, and it says Bella. <laughs> I think I like mentioned this later, but I'm just picturing like the length of this interaction and her just standing there and like taking a step forward and like taking a step forward. <laughs> yeah, like, it does feel like a very It does long feel time. long, but like I think it's only like a couple of seconds. Yeah. It's it just, gotta be. It just feels like. It's gotta be so 10 long, seconds or less. And it's like awkward as fuck if it's this long, like, you know. Yeah, no, it's um, definitely, it's long because we're getting every detail of every moment and like having to jump between Bella and Jessica and the men against the wall. Yep. But imagine if, like, she's really, like, this whole thing is her recalling the feelings that she had and the emotions, and now she's, like, got adrenaline, and she's, like, acting on an impulse, and she's, like, no, I'm going to follow this. Like, you you go to dinner. Like, I'll, I'll catch up later. Like, that's mm-hmm. happening like that. Yeah. yeah. And these men are, like, the fuck is this girl doing? She's coming like, over here. Like, does she want it <laughs> yeah. or not? Like, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I know we, like, kind of mentioned – so, before we kind of mentioned how Bella was having, like, a deja vu moment, mm-hmm. and, like, when I read this, I was, like, oh, are these, like – actually the same guys and if so do they recognize bella i mean this question gets answered later because i'm think like i guess the perspective kind of changes later because now they're strange creepy guys but later on it's like oh they're just dudes being guys chilling outside a bar <laughs> they're dudes being guys just chilling outside a bar until just, she's like just i'm not old dudes. enough and they're like okay. that's fine you want to hang out anyway <laughs> and it goes pedophilic real fast let me well, show yes. you my one-eyed pete yeah <laughs> but I, I, they like made get a- <laughs> away from me <laughs> they like made a point like bella was like oh they're probably just normal guys just trying to get some puss and that was, that was it like um trying to get the bussy <laughs> yeah. trying to get bella to pop that bussy and Bella's just standing there, shaking her head, trying to understand, like, what is happening. Bella knew Edward wasn't there, but he felt so close to her for the first time, quote, since the end. The anger in Edward's voice was of concern, and the voice said, quote, keep your promise as it slipped away into the distance. Keep your promise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, in a movie, when it's, like, it just, like, fades. It's, like, you when they're, like, talking to an apparition, and the apparition's yeah, fading, just... <laughs> and it's, like, it's, like, before they're like this and then they're like keep your promise <laughs> especially in like older movies when like the cgi is so bad and like and it's like just it's like flickering yeah. like. and it's like got an echo do we have an echo effect on the mixer i'm sure i can do something keep your promise 
I'm going to laugh so hard if I can't do anything and it's just that. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I am hoping to play Animal Crossing and catch Wisp after this, though. <laughs> and watch an episode of Walking Dead? Oh, yeah. Let's watch an episode of Walking Dead. I need some popcorn. It's 9 o'clock, though. Oh, my God. How are we going to do all of the things? All We're right, almost right. done, actually. <sighs> okay. Yeah. No, I just meant, like, how are we going to do an episode and play Animal Crossing? Ah! We're not going to play Animal Crossing. I'm going to do it simultaneously. That's not fair. You guys play it all day. Fine. You can play Animal Crossing while we watch Walking Dead. Just turn your volume. Because you've seen it. I haven't seen it. That's true. That's true. Okay. You just turn your volume off. I don't need to play Animal Crossing again. I played for a long time. (laughs) Okay. Bella thought she was hallucinating and she ran through the options in her head. Option one, she was crazy. Quote. I feel like we've heard that one before. (laughs) Yeah. Why is she explaining what crazy means? Yeah, well, well, I f- this ex- explanation slightly rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. So she says, quote, that was layman's terms for people who heard voices in their heads. And I guess I'm kind of taking it back to the whole, like, depression conversation yeah. and suicide conversation. It just seems like... Like it's just a very small like, box to put... Yeah, yeah, like in. you know, there are people who you know. I mean, have luck. mental health issues, and they and they hear voices, and you know, yeah, it's not like you're not quote crazy because you hear you know. I, it's such like a stereotype. It's I such think. a yeah. stereotype. The, right the way, yeah, the way the I mean, look, as somebody that uses the word crazy, crazy all the time yeah. yes. to describe things that are outlandish. Yeah, but I would never just. Describe somebody with a mental health issue as crazy, but like that is what she's She's doing. doing. And again, just the point that we I feel like have to make every time something like this comes up in any of the books, like sign of the times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, do I definitely like? I'll be like running around at work and be like, I feel like fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But like, but like, it's not to describe your mental health, like health. health. It's, like, more to describe your current state of being. Yes. Like, just kind of... All over all the place. All over the place. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. So... It's definitely contextual. Very yeah. contextual. And, again, there are there are a lot of th- lot of words out there that have a meaning, like a, like a poor origin, essentially, mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe we shouldn't use all the time, but... It also, I think, does depend. Like, words can lose kind of, like, the the their meaning and evolve into something else. I mean, if you think about back in the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, when you were – when you described something as gay, that meant happy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, early 2000s, you're like, that's so gay, blah, 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 blah. Or, like, mm-hmm. don't be so gay or blah, blah. You know, that was, like, that became a slur. Mm-hmm. so it's like that is kind of you see the evolution, evolution of that yeah. and now obviously nobody uses the term gay to describe anything that is not actually like what it is yeah that is not to say like your sexual orientation like i'm a gay person yeah so yeah mm-hmm. yeah just another i read i read over this and i was like do I add this in here or leave it out? And then I was like, no, nah, I feel like I have to. Well, I like that you point commented out. on it. Same. But I do still agree with you that, like, why the fuck is she, like, telling the audience? Yeah. Like, why is she defining yeah. that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, like, That's why real. are you, for, 
it doesn't make any sense. I, option one, I'm crazy. It's like breaking the fourth wall with a wink. That's layman's terms for saying <laughs> I'm like I'm hearing voices in my head. Wink. Like what? Yeah. Op- and that, like, what are we doing? Yeah. No, no, you're you're not. I didn't think of it like that, but yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> it's really dumb. Like that's actually like a like a fucking stage direction. I like, do feel yeah. like she does that every so often, but like this one's this one's this one's a little and it just it just makes it worse. Like. <laughs> If she kind of left it as crazy good, like she wouldn't have said anything extra. Yeah, why did you do it? She's definitely like described herself as crazy before and never told us. And what never it told us what it meant. <laughs> yes. Never told us what she meant by it. Never. But this is the first time she's hearing voices in her head. Yeah. And calling herself crazy. She could have just said, "That's layman's terms for I am unwell." <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like. That's layman's terms for maybe Charlie was right and I do need to see a therapist because I'm hearing voices in my head. Like. Mm-hmm. On to bigger and better things. Do you want to tell us what option two was? Yes, ma'am. Uh, option two. <laughs> bigger and better things than three-legged dogs. <laughs> Bella's mental state. <laughs> Her subconscious mind was giving Bella what she thought she wanted and I'm going to go and say probably option two is what's happening <laughs> i think um, i do think it's a bit of both and then she kind of also defines this as wish fulfillment uh a momentary relief from the pain by embracing the correct idea that he cared whether bella lived or died is she just like so disconnected from life that she's just like everything she's doing she's like giving a book definition of like existing i was, I was a kind of just thinking that in my i was like okay well is she now she's for the first time in four months having actual cognizant thoughts and activity happening. Like, is she now thinking logically for the first time that she's like, okay, now that I'm like, well, I don't know that she's in the present, logically, but I feel like she's processing her thoughts. Right. But she's like, okay, now that I'm like kind of in the present and I'm like recognizing the things that are happening around me, am I really losing it or am I just making this up in my head which both things are happening in your head so like either way it doesn't make it okay Mm -hmm. like not Mm -hmm. not not okay but like it doesn't make it like I don't know the word I'm looking for just I don't know yeah I don't know how to help you but but for like she's just pers- she's understanding that she's hearing voices in in her head. Either way, she's hearing voices in her head. So mm-hmm. there is something not right there. Yeah. Whether or not she is recognizing the logic behind it, like it doesn't matter. Right. But I'm just saying like it seems like every thought that she has or every action that she does, she's like giving a book definition of what she's Doing. right right so it just feels like she's like almost like relearning how to like exist. to like have a thought yeah. yeah yeah but bella could not see an option three <laughs> <laughs> and hoped it was option two that was happening no definition here about nothing <laughs> either way nothing is when there is the absence of presence. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, 
I think I'm safe inside my mind. <laughs> like, like, it's still in your mind. Everything, whatever, I can't get into this. This is, like, crazy. Oh, it's like in Harry Potter. Yeah. Is that what you just thought of, too? Yes. Like <laughs> Just because it's, it's happening in your head doesn't mean doesn't it's, mean it's not really real. happening or that it's not real, but yeah. it's also not real because it's happening in your head. I mean, what? but yeah, but yeah, like <laughs> when it's not Harry meets Dumbledore on the platform, platform after he's, he's like killed. half dead. Oh, yes. And, and he's, he's like, like, sir, is this just happening inside my head? When you're in limbo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like, just because yeah. it's happening inside your mind doesn't make it not real. Yeah. He's like, of course, this is all happening inside of your head. But just because it's happening in your head. Doesn't I got it. Got it. Or something like that. Which is the right way to describe what's happening. What's happening? Yes. Did Bella just meet Dumbledore? <laughs> yeah, she met the Edward version of Dumbledore. But that would be yeah. Bella. Harry. But just because you're um, just because <laughs> you're much better, you're recognizing what's happening in your head, even if it's just happening in your head, it's not real. But again, she's still having like that's like my point. Yes. Yeah. 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 We got there. It took Dumbledore to get us there. But <laughs> <laughs> we're there. See, he's still making a difference. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Bella felt grateful for this moment. Um, the sound of Edward's voice was something Bella feared she was losing, and she felt grateful that her unconscious mind had held on to the sound better than her conscience, conscious mind. Well, her conscious mind was actively pushing away all thoughts of him, so. Yeah, I don't know what's happening right now. Bella's going, Bella has gone from not feeling any emotion to, to like, guilt, to... Uh, gratefulness to like uh, she's just going in a weird circle right now with her emotions I mean I think it's all like flooding in and she does not know how to make heads or tails of it yeah it's like very overwhelming yeah, yeah. I'm overwhelmed just like trying to decipher what yeah. she's saying <laughs> yeah. yeah Bella was not allowed to think of him she tried to be strict about this and she slipped occasionally but Bella was at that point where she could avoid pain for a few days at a time now, the rest of the time she just was in this like numb stupor almost. Mm -hmm. Between pain and nothing, Bella chose to feel nothing. Um, if these were your only two alternatives, what would you choose? Between pain and nothing? Yeah. Physically or mentally? I guess mentally it's kind of what Bella's yeah. going through. I, I want to say nothing because like that just sounds more peaceful but i also want to be like pain because that means you're still like feeling something. like aware feeling and something. like feeling something yeah. and like it's a hard i don't know yeah i don't know what i would choose um i think i would choose pain i'd rather not feel nothing because that's scary to me i yes it's more scary to me to feel nothing than to feel pain yeah i also feel like when you do feel things they can be shorter Process yes. and like I feel like least. if you're in a numbness, you could be there a very yeah. I'd very rather feel too time. much than not at all. Yeah, yeah. Because if you feel nothing, that's when things get really dangerous. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we're talking long term, like forever, constant pain. I mean, things get dangerous either way. But I feel, I feel like I would choose nothing. I'd rather feel probably nothing for an eternity than like constant. Pain, pain for an eternity, like, yeah. But if there's like you know, chance to work through it and overcome and all that good <laughs> stuff, like sure, we'll do the pain so that we're still like feeling things and like yes. still a person. Yeah, yeah I think that's yeah. a good way to yeah. put it. 
Since Bella was now thinking of Edward, she waited for the pain to come. However, Bella just felt disappointment when his voice disappeared. Bella took another step forward. She wanted to test to... Like, it was like a test to see if the voice would come back. And the voice growled and... <laughs> Bilal. Bilal turned around. <laughs> Bella wanted to hear this false fabricated evidence that he cared. One of the men called out and said... Are you okay over there? <laughs> you have not stopped laughing since Bilal. <laughs> it does sound like a really good, like, order at, like, a, like a restaurant. Like, like, I'll have the Bilal. <laughs> Like, like an Indian laughing. restaurant or, like, something, like, really good like that. I know. When you said I got that out, I had stopped laughing. <laughs> but then I just thought of it again. I was like, Jesus. Bilal. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. That's okay. One of the men called out and said hello to Bella, and the voice in Bella's head answered with a snarl, and Bella smiled, and the man took that as encouragement. Um, I mean, Yeah. The man asked Bella if he could help her with something and that she looked lost. And Bella was like, no. And the man was not familiar to Bella. So that kind of. Like her behavior is coy. Yeah. He's like, are you lost? She's like, I'm not lost. Yeah. She, she is being like, <laughs> I like, I don't think she realized. Like, if a man, if a hot man asked me if I was lost, I would. Uh, no. Not, <laughs> I, you just found me. I don't think that's being lost. <laughs> Ew. That grossed me out. Yeah. <laughs> This man was not familiar to Belle, so that goes back to the earlier point that it, you know, wasn't the same man from a year ago. Yeah. Or probably wasn't, at least. I don't know if Belle blocked that shit out, like she was blocking everything out at the moment. But Bella suffered a curious sense of disappointment that this was not the terrible man that tried to hurt Belle a year ago. Like, what? Why? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Because she's masochistic. on? Yeah, it's a little sick. But also, I think the dis- disappointment stems from the fact that now that she's realized it's not them, like, she's she doesn't th- believe she's in danger anymore, yeah. which means the voice is going to go away. Yeah. Interesting. I think had the voice never shown up in her mind at all, like, those men wouldn't have even. She would have probably kept walking. Yeah. The voice in Bella's head was quiet now, and the man asks if he could buy Bella a drink, and she says that she's too young. The men looked at her baffled, and Bella apologized and said that he looked like someone she knew, but she was mistaken. I guess that's a good a good cop-out, I guess. Like, what else are you supposed to say? Um, I mean, it is, I mean it is like the truth, yeah. Yeah. Bella lost interest in the guys because they were probably actually nice, safe guys. Except they're not because she said, I'm too young. And he said, that's okay. Do you want to hang with, out with us anyway? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. You're at a bar. You're at least 21 and I am 17. She's 18. She's 18. I am 18. She's legal. <laughs> She's legal, but at what <laughs> fucking cost? I'm sorry. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. If you are dating somebody that is of legal drinking age and you are not, and there I are at like least there are, are a number there of are at least in college four years between you, well, that's just illegal. By gross, gross, yeah. gross. Seek help. <laughs> Seek safety. Seek shelter. He doesn't like you because you're mature for your age. I'm telling you. And when you turn 25 he, and develop your he frontal likes lobe. You. When your frontal lobe. Is it frontal lobe? Yeah. 
when your frontal lobe is developed, when you turn 25, he dumps you? He likes you because nobody his age thinks he's anything good. <laughs> Just it's another PSA for the episode. <laughs> A lot of PSAs in this one. Jess was standing there with her eyes wide open with outrage. Poor Jess has not been able to shut her eyes no. once. No. I wouldn't she, she's been bugging out the whole Did, time. Yeah. Jess has dry eye. <laughs> and then I, this is kind of where I was like, I wonder how long Bella was actually standing there kind of going through this whole thing because it just seemed like a really long time. I know. But again, I do think it's only been yeah, like, like quick a yeah. minute. Yeah. Yeah. Like an actual minute. Yeah. Maybe three. Like it's from the whole thing, time. three minutes from them walking, her noticing, then walking, just coming, and then coming back. Like that three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Bella turned back to Jess and said, let's go eat. Bella's mind was preoccupied. The safe, numb deadness did not come back. And instead, Bella was just kind of anxious at this point. Jessica snapped at Bella, asking her what she was thinking and that they could have been psychopaths. And Bella shrugged and said she thought she knew the guy. She's like, I'm actually the psychopath. <laughs> I, she was, I haven't felt anything since October. <laughs> She's like, Wednesday Adams. No, I was kidding. Yes. Jess hits her with the quote, you are so odd, Bella Swan. I feel like I don't know who you are. And I'm like, did she ever... Did she ever really care about Bella? I think she did care about Bella. I think she tried to like be Bella's friend. Yeah, it was yeah, probably but I feel for like it was at for first, her own own gain. Yeah, because yeah. Mike was interested. Yeah, but when she realized like that was it, like I think just did make attempts to actually be Bella's friend. Yeah, and I, look, the, her other friend is fucking Lauren. Yeah, I do still think like, despite everything, that. Even, like, given what just happened, that sentence kind of, to me, reads, like, you're still very interesting. And, like, I don't think she would ever, like, really fully want to let go of somebody, like, so interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, the same way, not quite the same way, but the same way, like, Bella looks at Edward, like, you're so interesting, like, you're so different, like, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I feel like Jess sees that in Bella, Compared to the rest of the student body. Yeah. Do you know? Bella's definitely, well, she's basic to me, but to everyone else in Forks, she's not. I feel like no yeah. one can just get an accurate read on her, but we see exactly what's going on in her <laughs> mind, so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, because she's just very closed off, but obviously because we can see inside her head, like, There's we just know really that she's stupid. <laughs> I mean, from Jess's perspective, this whole evening, like, they get to the movies, right? Yeah. And she immediately leaves the movie. And she's like, I got to go get popcorn. And then comes back 10 minutes later. She's like, oh, yeah, there was a long line. And she's like, okay, great. They're eating people. And I'm not scared. And then. And she sits she, motionless through the whole movie. And then just jumps up. And she's like, I need a drink. And then runs out the door. Okay. All very strange behavior. Yeah. And then. And then she's like, they sorry, leave. I was afraid. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, I was just scared. And Jess is like, that's weird. You didn't seem scared at all. And then they walk down the street. And she's like, I'm going to go talk, talk to, to these, these men. Mm-hmm. Like, the definitely an abnormal. Yes. And then she's like, sorry, I just thought I knew them. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that Jess is like, what the fuck? Like, you're so fucking like, weird. And I don't know anything you? about you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like this was the weirdest girl date ever. Also, if you think about it, <laughs> how would Bella know anyone who's like of drinking age an hour away from Forks? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. That is an excellent fucking point. Like, that's exactly right. How would she? How would she? She wouldn't is the answer. Well, uh, yeah. Bella apologized and they walked in silence to McDonald's. Bella could sense that Jess was just anxious to be done with this night out. And Bella tried to start a conversation with her while they ate, but Jess was not cooperating. And when they got back in the car, Jess turned the stereo back to her favorite station and turned the volume too loud to allow easy conversation. As she should. Yes. (laughs) Bella's mind for once was not numb. She had too much to think about now. She waited for the numbness or pain to return, and instead of shying away from the memories, Bella walked towards them and greeted them for the first time Mm. in four months. (laughs) Bella heard his voice clearly in her head, and she was just feeling relieved at this moment. Again, going back to, like, you know, she remembers what he sounds like. I guess she was was scared that she would forget him. Yeah, yeah. And Bella struggled to forget about Edward. Bella could not think about him, but must remember him. That's like the way she worded it. She was like, I'm not allowed to think of him, but I cannot never forget him. She can forgive. Um, I mean, she can forget, but she, she can't, can't forgive. forgive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to forget you. Oh, wait, what is it? I want to forgive you, and I want to forget you. Laguna Beach. <laughs> I don't know what the hills. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lauren Conrad says it to Heidi after they get in a huge season long fight. And she goes, Heidi, I want to forgive you and I want to forget you. And then, like, the music plays. Iconic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except in this case, she's like, I want to not think of you, but remember you always. XOXO. Gossip girl. Hags. <laughs> Hags. Bella. <laughs> Never change. Have you ever seen the, I think it was like a Vine at the time, and it's like this little kid, and he's like, XO, XO, gossip girl. <laughs> no. No. It's like the no. little thing. I did just see an interview with, um, with uh, What's-Her-Face, who voices um, Kristen Bell. And it was like one of those like Google like oh why does Kristen Bell is like the Google thing and she like peels away the thing she's like oh I always hate doing this and like one of the like the third one is like why is Kristen Bell the voice of Gossip Girl and the interviewer is like you are and she's like yeah I am (laughs) she's like yeah Veronica Mars was just canceled and the showrunner was like my old boss and I reached out to him like please like do you have anything I need something to work on like I'm out of work and like and he was like well I have this new show but you're like too old to play any of the characters but like I mean she like couldn't play high schooler essentially I I know but like and she was like and she was like okay and he's like but I have this narrator and she was like great I love doing voice work and she goes so I just did this salacious like whatever and it was just so fun and the (laughs) interviewer is like what the fuck (laughs) it was amazing okay Bella felt that there was one thing she had to believe to be able to live she had to know he existed just look at your stereo in the closet yeah Everything else Bella could endure as long as he existed. 
this is why Bella does not want to leave Forks because if Bella went anywhere else, how could she be sure that he was real? Like, that's the point. That's where the memories come in, Bella. <laughs> she can't picture him. They are real. In sunny Florida. Bella fin- uh, oh, they finally reached Bella's house and Bella says thanks to Jess and then apologizes about after the movie and Jess is just like, whatever. And it's clear she was just growing angrier at this point. Bella went inside to say hello to Charlie and she immediately started to go upstairs, but Charlie stopped her and asks where she had been. And I was like, didn't you talk about this this morning? But whatever. He didn't believe her. That's true. Bella explained where she was, but Charlie was not satisfied. But then he kind of gave in and he was like, okay, did you have fun? And Bella was like, (laughs) yeah, I did. And then that's when the pain kind (laughs) of swooped right in and it was, quote, a crippling thing, this sensation that a huge hole had been punched through my chest, excising the most vital organs and leaving ragged, unhealed gashes around the edges that continue to throb and bleed despite the passage of time. Zombie Just reference. thought that was a very descript way of expressing how Bella felt yeah. at the moment. Zombie ripped her heart out. Yeah. <laughs> like, in a way, don't you feel like vampires are zombies they're undead craving the flesh and lifeblood of humans Mm -hmm. but they have a mind having you ever seen that zombie movie where they the zombies get a little compassion and they start to turn human again no it was actually great (laughs) He, the narrator, the main character is a zombie and he narrates the whole movie and he's like, I'm a zombie and I'm kind of forgetting things. And then he like meets a girl and he's like, home, oh, a human girl. Uh, and he's, it's, Nick, it's Nicholas Holt, it's Nicholas Holt and, um, what's her face? The blonde girl, uh, yeah. Teresa. It's like a little kid movie, not a little kid movie, but like a, <laughs> <laughs> like a, you know. Like a light heart, like teenage adult. Yeah. A a YA, a ya. A ya. By the the time, every time Uh, we say like. Warm bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With (laughs) Teresa Palmer. That's right. Nicholas Holt and Teresa Palmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But the whole time he's, he narrates and he's like thinking and he's like. I have seen it. Yeah, it's good. I feel like, I don't know if I've seen it, but it sounds familiar to me. He's like, he's like, this is Ed. He's sort of my best friend. If I had thoughts to think that he was the best. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, how Bella feels. (laughs) About Jessica. Oh, my God. Except she fucking hates Jessica. If Jessica got hit by a bus in front of her, she would be really, she would say something like fucking rude in her mind, out loud to us, but in her mind. She'd be the one who pushed her. Okay, Regina George. <laughs> okay, Katie. Katie Heron. Yeah. Okay, well, despite her pain. <laughs> I like the way you just so sharp dive right back. Always. <laughs> Ariana's sick of our shit. <laughs> We're just so close. <laughs> but I don't even feel like, oh, I can't wait for this to be over. Like, I'm no, me like, neither. But, uh, no. I do. Let's wrap it up. I got some Animal Crossing. Shut up. Bella found that she could survive. Bella didn't feel that the pain had lessened over time, just that she had grown strong enough to bear it. Bullshit. Yes, I agree. It's bullshit. But also, 
A nicer way to look at things. <laughs> a mean, nicer yes, way to look at things, but sure, but also a bold-faced fucking lie. Yeah. Yeah, what? Like, one encounter with some guys that you thought were your baddies, and now you're like, mm, I'm so strong. Yeah, she's like, no. oh, uh, this is me handling it. Like, no, it's... Uh, like, uh, like, Charlie, you see... Dad, hey, Charlie, yeah, did you see that? Did you hear this? Okay, I'm handling it. It's handled. <laughs> That's like, no, that didn't fucking happen. <laughs> Cue Britney's stronger. <laughs> Cue Christina's fighter. <laughs> you got one? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I can't even think of one for you, so it's okay. Whatever happened in Port Angeles, it had woken Bill up for the first time in a long time. She didn't know what to expect in the morning. I don't know. Sunrise? School? I don't know. Work? Because it's actual and thoughts. Saturday. By the way. Work? She's going to work? Oh, no. We're going to have a whole <laughs> fucking shift at work with, oh, with Mike. Mike. Mike's going to notice that she's like, has a brain in her head yeah Yeah. that the lights are on in someone's home (laughs) that is gonna be painful all right we'll come to us next week so you can listen to our riveting thoughts and ideas and analyses of chapter five yes this one was for how many uh, how many psas we (laughs) yeah we have next week yeah i'm excited to see our psa count we should like do a little like ding Every time a PSA starts, like in the audio. Um, but yeah, we are excited to be back. Obviously, you can tell we it's been a long time since we recorded because we were chatting. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Bye. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Sharp and to the point. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bella. Goodbye. Where the hell have you been, Lumpta? All right, are we, are we, is this thing on? (laughs) This thing is on. (laughs) Wow, okay. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) I love jelly beans. Really? I'm like, we have no candy in this house right now, really. I'm kind of surprised. We usually do. We have so much from Halloween. We did have so much from Halloween. There's apparently there's a Disney movie out called like the Red Panda. Uh huh. And it's about like my baby cousin watches it all the time, and it's about like getting her period for the first time. Like that's like the underlying wait what message of the movie apparently. It's on Disney Plus. I think so. She was watching it. It's a movie or a show. I think it's a movie. Something Red Panda. It's about getting her period. Yeah, it's about this girl who like gets her Red Panda. Get, yeah, literally, like, turns into a red panda. And... Because she's a woman now? Yeah. I think that's what it's, like, about. <laughs> and, we, uh, is that the name of the episode? Red panda. red panda? Everyone's gonna be like, what Oh, it's the called, fuck? the movie's called Turning Red, but it's about a red panda. I like red panda better as the name, but. <laughs> it's called red panda. <laughs> I'm on my red panda right now. <laughs> gonna call it from now me too it's my red panda week (laughs) (laughs) there's something about the color red too red represents your period
It represents being angry, embarrassed, or very lustful. Like what? Lustful I in guess, a children's movie? I guess, I guess, you know, when you get your period, you're kind of... You're horny. You're horny. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.